Tu voulais tout donner, tout donner, tout donner. Moi, j'ai pas assumé. Hello, welcome to Rational FM podcast where there is sense of humor, taste for adventure, openness, confidence, and smart as combos. We talk about relationships, floating ones, sinking ones, human, inhuman, the growth, the lovey doveys, situationships, manyships, all that, honey, just to make sure that everything is in place with your all time, any day go, Jaggy, Vivian. Hello, mature men and women. What's up? How are you doing? This is Vivian Katha or Vivian Jaggy. Welcome back to Rational FM. And this segment or this episode, we're going to talk about reasons or triggers that make people change once they are in a relationship or even once they are married. We have had people making comments like, uh, you are not the same person that I met. Like, you're not the same person that I once knew, you know? You're not the person that I fell in love with. Or, what changed? I mean, why are you acting so different to the person that I met? What's wrong? What's happened? So, I was I was watching some show today and... Uh, this guy was very sad and the the friend was asking like what's wrong and he's like yeah i made plans in life i was to get a job by 25 get married by 30 have kids by 35 and the friend was like yeah and you've already achieved that so what's wrong the friend was like yes i've achieved my dreams but uh you know living that dream it's not it's not what i expected for instance he said that he really hates his wife. And that took me back because what do you mean you hate your wife? I mean, that is the person you're supposed to love the most in the whole world. Like, why would you hate your wife? This is your wife. This is not your ex. It is your wife. So why do you hate your wife? And I took interest in that and I started asking, like, why the person that you once fell in love so much? How can they turn out to be the person that you hate the most? You know, what, uh, what kind of change is that? The transitioning that happens, the transition that happens. Is it gradual? Is it abrupt? You mean you didn't see it happening to the stage that you're now getting divorced 10 years later? I mean, that, that, that is so scary. That is so scary. And so I felt the need to address issues that, you know, you might want to check out for early, early, early on in your relationship before uh, it's two years down the line after you have dated this girl or this man for two years and you realize, like, I hate you so much, you are in the the last nerve on my last nerve because i mean unaka jivo you know <laughs> before you start looking at someone and you're feeling like even embarrassed to walk with them to be around them someone talks and you just like you know what shut up i mean why are you talking someone just opens their mouth and you're like eh, eh, please i have seen such couples i have read such stories you even observe married people out here and you're like, why are you guys even still together? Like, what's wrong? And sometimes people still stay tied together because of, you know, maybe resources, uh, other factors like children, 
uh, families, you know, you might come from a family that if you divorce, my friend, you're not coming back to here. If you divorce, make sure you're stable enough to go start a new life, a new life somewhere else, but just don't come here back to your mother's house. There's some people that come from such families and, you know, when they weigh the option of just going back to the village and they being a laughing stock or just the headlines of the village, they're like, okay, but Mimi, where, 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 where? I don't know. I, in my, in my next life, in my next life, I, I just pray and hope that I never meet someone like you. You, you, uh, now what the problem is when you meet someone the first time, there are just so many butterflies that I have ever said this again, uh, that when you start feeling those butterflies in your stomach, you know, that fuzzy feeling that is common sense leaving your mind. And what happens when you meet someone, the thrill of meeting someone new, your brain actually produces some neurochemicals, you know, it produces a lot of dopamine, a lot of oxytocin, and you're just so excited, you know, you can sleep, you, you guys can talk and chat the whole night, you know, just be silly, goof around. All that lovey-dovey bullshit. Okay, I mean, all that lovey-dovey fantasy and good feeling. Let me not call it bullshit because it's actually a very, very beautiful moment to be at in life if you've experienced it. So now these chemicals, the dopamine and the oxytocin, they are associated with pleasure and rewards. And now pleasure and rewards, there is no room for you to sense any negativity, you know? So... It, you 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 just pro, it's just positive yeah vibes that's why the first week of dating the second week of dating you're like wow i have never felt like this before like you know you're so perfect who have you been all my life that is the dopamine in the oxytocin because i mean there's no human being that can be so perfect you know and it's also it's happening for both genders just not females even for the male he also has his own level of dopamine and oxytocin and he's like what this chick you know i just i, I mean say and you know when he's talking to the bros he's like i think i've met the one and what you fail to realize is even with your ex you felt the same things at the beginning of your relationship. I mean, this is just something that we can control. It's the brain. It's something, it's science. It's, it's science and we have no control over that. It's biology, you know? Um, so at that time, you know, you just have physical responses like less perceived pain. I mean, if you would pinch me, I wouldn't even take it as being pinched or something as being abusive. Maybe I'll just put a name on it like BDSM. I'm like, wow, the things that it does to me, the things that she does to me, bro. You know, at that time, you don't, the, your brain doesn't process it like something that is a red flag. You, you try and put, decorate it, you know, you decorate it. So at that time, you might be having the worst person in life to be a partner to. Um, it looks like a zebra, like a zebra, but in reality, it's just a decorated donkey. And now, because of these chemicals, you fail to realize it. You, it, it has the effects of you know addictive dependence. You know, you can sleep without talking to this person. Uh, you, it's just vibes, positive ones. You know, and it's very dangerous. Now, uh, what happens or what research has done? It has given us a three month, uh, three month mark. 
Once your relationship hits the three months mark, that is when you decide whether to become more serious or you decide that love isn't going to grow, that the love you have for each other isn't going to grow and you just break ties. And sometimes, and I have told you this again, love isn't enough, you know? You might, yes, um, and by the way, most of the times people don't break up because of, you know, we don't love each other anymore or now the desire that I had for you is gone. No, most of the time people break up due to other factors like, you know, reduced attention, you like seriousness, you know, in solving like serious issues or you don't give them the priority that they require, lack of communication, uh, no keeping to your word. That is actually very terrible. I mean, why would you promise someone something voluntarily out of your own will then fail to deliver that aspect? Like, what's wrong with you? Anyway, I'm not here to quarrel. I'm just here to to inform or to enlighten you just like I usually do. So now you see, after the three-month mark, that is that is a very very serious determinant. Uh, the the reason why it's at three months is because people process things differently. Uh, people, t you know, the the the, the way you, you you see you gauge situations. People do that differently. People process information differently. Someone might still be at the honeymoon phase, you know, uh, the first month of dating, bad way of vibe, second month of dating. I mean, you're still making excuses for the red flags. They, they are not still red to you. They are pink or purple. Uh, but, but by the, the third month, the third month in your relationship, you start seeing things. Now, you're supposed to see thing, these things as early as the first week of relationship. But now, because of the dopamine and the oxytocin, that, that clouds our judgment. And as I said, we have very little control over that unless you have very you know and i don't know unless you have what but I, I i don't know a lot of experience mostly if you're from nairobi uh probably you will be able to outdo the dopamine and the oxytocin experience is the best teacher so definitely if you're from nairobi i am very sure dopamine and oxytocin will not make you look stupid hopefully hopefully Hey, I don't know how many years of experience you need to be able to outdo the highness of the chemicals, but most certainly, me, me personally, uh, the place where I am is the use of chemicals as in Iwezi. I start seeing the red flags. In fact, immediately I say yes, I start seeing the red flags because, again, we are so grown. Um, don't continue living in a fantasy world. Learn to see things for what they are and not what you wish them to be. I think that is also a number one mistake that you could make. Then think that your partner changed along the way, but all this while he has been the same person. He or she has been the same person all this while. But because of you wanting something so bad, Wanting something so bad, you make excuses for it. You don't want to see it for what it is. You just, you know, you want it. You want something so bad that even when it is not what it is, you assume it is what it is. I don't know if you're getting me, but I think I put my point across. 
so yeah my point is my worry was do people just change abruptly or is it like a gradual thing and excuse me and my my conclusion is people do not change abruptly these are things that you're supposed to be watching out for and things that are supposed to be seeing throughout your relationship throughout your dating throughout before you your courtship before you get married these are things that you're supposed to see if do you want to tell me that my man just woke up one day and decided they can't put socks in the laundry basket anymore it's something that he has been doing but because you are so determined in your role as a wife material in your role as a good girlfriend to always pick up after him to always clean up after him it didn't bother you now that you guys have tied the knots and it hits you that i i i have to clean up after him for the rest of my life that is where the issues begin because you know you, you already feel tired because you're not a child i can't keep on teaching you this like why can't you just act right uh you realize your girlfriend snores so much and you can't take it but in your in in your effort to really make your relationship work because you know she's so pretty she's just the best the problem is just that she snores so loudly and now that you guys have turned the, tied the knot and you realize like i am stuck with her forever and you start imagining like you will never get a peaceful sleep you know you start getting irritated excuse me i have a cold those are just examples that i'm giving those are even the light issues because obviously you cannot break up with you cannot divorce someone just because they don't throw their socks in the in the laundry basket or she's not so loudly. I mean, sleep before she sleeps. That way, <laughs> you will not be affected. I mean, those are just minor issues that I'm pointing out to and trying to show you how, you know, one thing leads to the other. And I feel like these are things that you're supposed to address right at the beginning of your relationship. When you guys go for the first date, the second date, what do you usually talk about? Leave that bullshit of what's your favorite color and when's your birthday. Those are just minor issues. I mean, they they do matter, but I mean, lay a strong foundation. That is the point that I'm trying to put across lay a strong foundation so that even along uh, uh, three weeks down the line i am not irritated by how you chew <laughs> i mean i um and the way you chew might even not be the main point there is another serious issue that will even make you start pinpointing other stupid small issues that don't even really matter if like you chew so bad I will make sure I don't share a table with you when you're eating. I'll, I'd rather eat my meal from the kitchen. You can use the dining table, but I don't want... If you if that's the way you continue chewing, I won't chew around you. I won't eat around you, I mean. But those are minor issues. Tell me you have trauma. That is why every night you have to wake up screaming. You're having nightmares every night. And uh, don't tell me it's movies that you watched. But... I mean, I don't know if you're getting my point. Lay a strong foundation at the beginning of your relationship. That will 
save you a lot of trouble and this thing of he changed along the way people do not okay yes there's a possibility of you being tied to the wrong person and you realize it later that can affect and change your personality and now that i am already there let me talk about it there are these uh five aspects that you ought to look out for as you progress in your relationship as it grows from one level to the other there are points like openness consciousness i mean conscious eh? consciousness is it consciousness this word no con conscientiousness conscientiousness yes agreeableness extraversion and neuroticism let me explain it to you openness at what level of openness are you at how willing are you to open up and discuss your inner struggles and you know bear yourself out to your partner and say like this is me be able to be like really comfortable around her or him and like this is the real me are you ready to are you comfortable around me are you ready to deal with my issues are you ready to own my problems you know or is there a way that we can bridge this i mean how open are you to your partner are you still hiding things and i'll come to find about them way later and they're just things that you know to me are uh, they are they are they are things that i just can't compromise i mean it's uh it's something that i can't live with you know and that is where we start saying we change they don't they didn't change that is that person has been that way from the beginning but they didn't open up to it and let you know and see them for who they really are or they see their true self or see what they really are going through you know your level of openness then con consign what did you what, what did i say the word was not consciousness conscience conscientiousness yes conscientiousness this refers to your level of uh orderliness and uh dependability you know um some things you can learn along the way like you putting your socks in the laundry basket putting your shoes on the shoe rack these are things that as a wife you can teach your husband uh you can teach him you know when you wake up last i mean spread the bed uh this one shouldn't be such a big deal but uh if some people just get tired if you you're both career people you know um i'm coming back home i'm coming back home from work and it's very late and you have just done nothing you cannot even do something as little as make tea your level of dependableness some some people get tired you know uh schedules change bodies change age comes with it and i'm like i'm very tired you know the way i was active when we were dating it's not the same way i am now that we are married I sometimes we get babies and just have a lot to work to, to, to do there's a lot on your hands and if you married someone you can't depend on then that might might be an issue along the way the other thing is agreeableness um to what level are you able to compromise sometimes and say like you know i don't like you it's fine we can you can we can we can do it your way today or are you the person who is like no we have to do it this way it is my way or the highway if you're someone that you can't you can't compromise uh sometimes then it will be difficult along the way because uh 
I mean, it's not we cannot always be doing things your way. We are human beings, so sometimes I'll get bored, I'll get tired, I'll get frustrated, and I'll start saying, you know, oh, you day matter matter join him to happy to kill us and he need story manze. Oh, you boy miss join kichuangum, you know. That that is where those issues arise from. The other thing is extraversion. This is um how outgoing you are, or how social, how introverted you are, or how much of an extrovert extrovert you are. If we are married, obviously, and you are still the person who wants to stay out late till eleven p.m. with the guys. You are still the person who goes out hugging everyone and always wants to be there for everyone. You don't have time for your family. You don't have time for me. That might be an issue along the way. Uh, obviously, now with the dopamine and the oxytocin within the first months, within the first days and weeks of dating, um, all the attention is to this new person that you have met. But now, as you know, you get used to each other. You now want to spend more time outside. If you cannot find a balance, that is what I'm trying to say. If you cannot find a balance, definitely there will be an issue along the way. The other thing is neuroticism. This is uh, your emotional stability, your level of emotional stability. Bipolar people good morning and you are so happy. I go to the washroom, I come back, umebonda. Like, bro, what's wrong with you? Obviously, the dopamine and the oxytocin again will uh, might might you know make it seem like you are a normal person. The first days of dating, the first weeks and months of dating, and now that they have decreased and we are now dealing with the, the normal level of hormones, and the brain is not overdoing it anymore, and you're back to your usual self. Kujam jam, you know, uh, your emotional stability matters a lot matters a lot no one wants to be around people who are always mad angry even for no reason and you don't want to talk about it if again go back to the openness and you come out to your partner and say i have this and this sometimes i get so moody you know uh there are things you can solve you know so i can love saying you know and i hate it um that these are things that you can solve find a counselor if at least if I know my my love is like this, she 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 or he is usually like this during this particular time. I'll know how to handle the person. So that these are these are things that you're supposed to discuss and watch out for. And now that you have a three month mark, you will be able to weigh the amount of things that you can uh, tolerate and things that you cannot tolerate. Just pray to God that you don't get a person who loves gaslighting or. Or it's very manipulative because when in your those situations, it it will be very difficult to weigh what is wrong and what is right. Someone who always has excuses, it will be very difficult to say. I mean, he or he or he, he, he or she is like this because it's gaslighting and it affects your level of judgment. It clouds your judgment, and you might stay in a toxic uh, relationship longer than you're supposed to beyond the three month mark and now five years down the line you realize you married an an assist and you're like they changed along the way but they didn't i pray i pray i really do pray that you guys are in a position to weigh out these things early enough to avoid going to therapy life is so expensive right now you have therapy 
you'd rather invest it somewhere else so choose your partners wisely take time do not rush things unless you're a teenager unless you're an adolescent but now but now that i am addressing uh, mature men and women like i began by introducing the segment uh take your time take your time the, the last thing that you want to do is settle down with the wrong partner the last thing that you want to do is waste time on the wrong partner. You'd rather be doing other things. You'd rather be single but at peace and not dating, but you're always at the boardroom, you know, always dealing with issues, always uh, disturbing your friends, a good time. When you go out, instead of having fun, it's, all, it's always like he did this, she did this, you know. Be careful. Be careful. Choose your partner wisely. And I wish you all the best as you continue with your adulting adventures. Yeah, and I hope it will all turn out right. Uh, to Kizeka, we will have so many stories to tell our kids, our grandchildren, and also advise them better. Thank you. Have a good time. I love you all. Bye-bye.